sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Good afternoon. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. I am so excited to have you here today. And thank you for taking the time to join me on Welcome to the Mosaic Garden, where we will be creating new life stories. I want to thank Voice America and the Seventh Wave Radio for this opportunity to share the healing techniques as well as my own stories and growth and beauty with you. To learn more about me and my life coaching, please go to soulhealerspath.com, the Mosaic Healing Gardens on Facebook. Let's start with a couple questions this morning. Did you wake up this morning excited about life? If not, would you like to? These are the things we're going to talk about today. I am going to share with you the techniques that I have used to plant seeds of possibility when applied, blossom into incredible gardens of beauty that is you. We will be learning about weeds of negativity that may be growing in your mind and the best way to remove them. I will give to one lucky caller today a 10-minute personal guided healing at the end of the show. So please call in at 866-472-5795. You can also email questions to healingart.kp at gmail.com and I will personally answer them by email this week after the show. This information can also be found at soulhealerspath.com. I will be having an amazing guest today. Her name is, D- is Venus DeMarco. She is the author of Fearless, My Journey That Healed Breast Cancer, who will be sharing her incredible natural healing through faith, food, and fun that you won't want to miss. Look into Venus DeMarco and her work at venusdemarco.org where you can find out about her great recipes for health. To get started... Let me tell you a little bit about myself since I am new to Voice America's seventh wave and what led to me be call- to my calling the Mosaic Shaman. I have been practicing the art of healing as a shaman practitioner and a mosaic artist with both individual clients and group sessions for over a decade. And you can find more about my retreats and my life coaching that I offer at soulhealerspath.com. On both a mystical and energetic level, using art, dance, writing, and music to clear negative energy and emotions, I'm going to teach you how to create a new life story. First of all, it all started in my own life when I felt that my life was shattered and broken. I was guided to some amazing teachers and healers that were all leaders in their field throughout the world. I have been honored to sit in sacred ceremony with these teachers and learn techniques that have changed my life. And it makes me a little emotional sometimes when I talk about that. So as we go on with this program, you'll find sometimes that because I'm coming through my heart, there will be some emotion in my voice. But these are sacred things to me that did turn my life around so that I could be on the radio with you today. I will introduce you to these teachings as we go along each week in the journey of self-discovery. You might say sometimes, and people have said to me, what things have you done that make you qualify for this? And basically, in my own thought process, I could say, I have learned at the knee of God. That's why it makes it so sacred for me. When others around me saw the changes in my life, they began to ask what I was doing different and why I seemed to be so happy all the time. It's not that bad things didn't happen. It's just instead of 
reacting to these things, I took the time to sit with them and then act upon them in a way that would move my life forward to the growth that I wanted. I saw and they saw that I was balanced and grounded. I no longer acted negative to the situations in life, as I explained. I have the certifications and training. I have plaques on the wall that say I can do this and I can do that. I want to tell you, but the most important thing is that I have the gift of teaching and the ability to listen, to listen to my higher source when it guides me to where I need to be. And I knew that it was time to share what I had learned about healing and releasing of those negative emotions and thoughts that were keeping me stuck. And I was time to share those stories and to to help you be able to move through those to have the life of your dreams as my life has opened up to that possibility and the growth and the excitement that led me to Voice America's seventh wave. So as I put the shattered pieces back together, I found I was creating a beautiful mosaic that I called life. And you can read more about that, as I said, on soulhealerspath.com and the Mosaic Healing Gardens. So the Mosaic Healing Gardens are a self-sustaining garden surrounded by mosaic art. And as I started to heal that life story that was going on, I started to put pieces of art into the gardens and then people would come into the gardens they would ask me what is it I feel when I'm here what's the magic about this garden and we would talk about life stories and I would wake up and find people sitting on my front step sometimes just wanting to hear some encouragement and one day a woman said to me this is the mosaic healing gardens and that was three years ago and then the gardens have evolved to this beautiful icon that caught the eye of Thomas Burroughs, the executive producer for Voice America, who then invited me to be on this radio. So that's how you found me here. Now, we're going to talk today with an amazing guest that I'm bringing on. Her name is Venus DeMarco, and she's going to talk to you about healing from breast cancer, and that will happen after the break. So I want you to stay tuned for that. But at the same time, I want to talk to you a little bit now about some of the healing that I did, what drew me to her book, Fearless, and made me so excited about having her as a guest because I could relate to her story of healing because I had used it in my own life. So um, my healing began in a transformation that I did in my life about five years ago. I had left a marriage of fifty of 30 years at the age of 50 to start over. So when you have emotions in the body, they're like, um, I was explained once, like beach balls that you try to hold down in the water. And as those balls come up, they can pop you in the face. And so these hidden emotions, they need to be taken care of. They need to be addressed and held and given a voice. And as I was holding the balls under the water, and they were starting to pop up all over the place in the supermarket, I would find emotions popping up and road rage and all of these things that would happen when I needed to deal with the emotions that I hadn't. So one of the things that happens with hidden emotions in the body, that it will find a weak part of the body to attach itself to. And in my situation, it attached itself to my left knee. Now, in the body, we have a masculine and a female energy. It's the yin-yang. Um, and so the right side of the body is masculine, and the left side of the body is female. Now, the stories that I had been told about being a woman and growing up were the fact that a man had to provide for me, and that I couldn't take care of myself, and that I was a weaker human being. And so, of course, it came and it decided to manifest itself in my left knee. And knees are about moving forward and flexibility to move forward. So I have this pain in the left side of my knee, and I'm not going to listen to it. I'm, I'm going to power through it. I, I was annoyed by it. I just finished my divorce, and I had other things on my mind. But I hadn't dealt with the, 
the grief, the anger, the depression, the things that were happening in my divorce, I was pushing those down inside. And my knees started to hurt. And I took it on a 50-mile hike up Rainier because I was going to prove that I could do this. And it hurt. And it kept hurting. And I kept pushing through. Um, as emotions come up, you can see, because the emotions were in my body. And um, then it, it would, I didn't listen to it. And then I took it further, and I took it across country, and I decided to hike on the Appalachian Trail. And in a two weeks, I probably hiked over 150 miles until my knee finally popped. It snapped. And when I went in to have it looked at, they said I had torn the meniscus, and it was just barely hanging on. And I realized at that point with all the training that I'd had that this was an emotional thing. This was the inner work that needed to be done. And I decided to go with acupuncture and massage therapy. And I did that every other day. And then I decided I needed to go inside. And I dealt with the emotions of my feeling inadequate. And I took out all the beliefs I've been told about women in my family. And I examined them and I decided which ones were mine and which ones I didn't want to hold on to anymore. And as I did that, my knee started to heal. Now, it didn't heal right away. It took a month before I could actually start to exercise in a pool on it. But eventually, after six months, I had full use of my knee. Now, that was five years ago. And I have since been able to cross-country ski with a full pack on. I go rock climbing, mountain biking. I hike. And I went canyoneering with my daughters just recently. I did a little post on LinkedIn. If you're connected to that, you might want to go check it in about, uh, uh, about canyoneering and rappelling. Um, I used to do that for a living. And I wouldn't recommend everyone go out canyoneering. But I had did it for 12 years for a living. And I had, so I had uh, created a, a story in my head that maybe I was too old or I, I couldn't do this anymore. And for my 54th birthday, my daughters came and took me. And it was incredible because when I got to the bottom, I did the, yeah, I still got it dance because I can still do that. We will be talking about these stories over this journey of exploration we're going to be doing weekly. And um, you'll get to a chance to actually look at your stories and see which ones are holding you back and which ones are moving you forward. So um, once I let my knee heal, I was able to have full use again. And um, I'm going to teach you a technique that I learned about that, a technique that I learned about how to let go of that and how to heal. And that technique, if you were listening a little bit, you might have caught on to that. It, it is about really stopping and listening to what is going on in your body. I was ignoring my knee. I was angry at it, actually. I was angry because it was holding me back, I thought. And one of the things that we're going to talk about today with Venus um, is the fact that she pointed out the same thing I want to share with you, that my body was not the reason for the, that the pain was there. It wasn't the body's fault. It was, a, it was a warning mechanism to tell me to stop and listen, to listen what was going on inside. Um, so I had learned this technique of called writing about it. It's where you can sit in a quiet meditation place and you listen to the body and you let the body tell you what is going on. You let it talk to you about the pain you're feeling. You, you give it a, a voice. Now, sometimes you can do that by allowing the left hand that's not, or the non-dominant hand. For me, that was the left hand the non-dominant hand to write back. So I would ask questions to my knee. Why do you hurt? And then I would write it back in the left hand. Why are you angry? I would write it back in the left hand. And it also required me to do some releasing of anger that I was holding. And with this technique, I was able to start loving my knee again and sending love to it. Now, I've had a new experience that has come up just recently, and that experience is that my right knee has started to hurt just a little bit, which is the male side. 
And now I get to take that practice and I use it faster now. It's not going to take me months to do it. In the last month, I have been able to get use of my knee back. So the, the, the thing that's happening is things like an onion are going to show up and you're going to get a chance to work on those again. So we are going to um, go to a break here in just a second. And then we're going to be back with my guest... I'm so excited to have her here, Uh, Venus DeMarco. She is the author of the book Fearless, The Journey That Healed Breast Cancer. And she is going to share with us her story about her healing that she took. Instead of the invasive surgery, she decided to take the path of healing through faith, food, and fun. I am so excited to hear about that. So if you'll stay with us when we come back from our break, then you will be able to hear more from her about that. I see that I get one minute. (laughs) This is so great because one of these um, weeks we're going to talk about perfectionism. (laughs) It's been coming up. So I would love to remember to call in and send emails to us. And we can um, answer those, and then we can get you on the show today. The last um, 10 minutes will be a special healing for one of you, the first one to call in. Remember that number is 866-472-5795. And I'm being told now that it is time for our break. And join us, Mr. Marco, and her healing journey. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers, but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Hello, 
And welcome to the Mosaic Garden on Voice America's Seventh Wave. I'm so glad you came back. I'm really excited to introduce you to my special guest today, Venus DeMarco. She is the author of the book Fearless. And after reading your book, Venus, and hearing your personal story, I was just so excited to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. I would like to offer this time for you to share your incredible journey with my listeners about healing through faith, food, and fun. All right. Well, in uh, 2009, actually on on Good Friday in 2009, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, but it wasn't a surprise to me because I had a very large tumor residing in my breast. And I knew it was there for a long time. Um, And so on that day, I actually got the diagnosis, and there was so much fear around me. I mean, just when I went in to get the mammogram, and what's really amazing to me is that you got to get a prescription for a mammogram. So everybody makes their money down the the line. Uh And uh, then they took me in the ultrasound, and then the radiologist came in, and she was absolutely freaking out over me and telling me there was still hope and yada, yada, yada. And uh, I don't take this lightly, please. Nobody think I'm being flippant because I'm not. But the fear, that was the thing that will always stick out, is that even the medical community has so much fear over cancer. Now, I had studied nutrition for a long time and I I think I could sort of understood a little bit more about cancer, but I was really getting ready to understand about cancer. So I went home that weekend and, you know, I got into agreement with God that I was healed and then started my journey. Well, I decided to not go the conventional route, and I had many opinions. And they seemed to all be about a double mastectomy, lots and lots of chemo, I found out later on down the road, I didn't just have a huge tumor, but I had tumors that rotated around it. So, um, you know, I decided that I was going to let my body heal the way God intended it to heal. I was actually more afraid of the doctors and their treatments than I was of cancer. And it wasn't an easy journey either. I mean, the first year was pretty crazy, but I'm here today to tell you, I'm healed, and I'm standing here, and it took work, and most people miss what it is that we have to do to heal. Venus, could you share with me and our guest, um, some of the, our listeners, some of the um, things that you did to deal with the fear when it came up? Well, for me, it was prayer, okay. and um, because in the Bible, it says, I did not give you a spirit of fear but of power, a sound mind, and love. So I always knew that fear really wasn't from God. Fear may be necessary for short periods of time, but we're not supposed to live in fear. Sometimes I would just be on the ground in a fetal position. I mean, in the beginning, it was hard. I mean, you had to work through the fear. So I I call my book Fearless, not because there was no fear, it's just because every time I got taken to my knees, I would get back up. So fear was just something you had to work through. You just had to know that it took me many, many years to get to this point of my immune system breaking down, that I wasn't going to be healed in the world in one day. I believed I was healed the minute I was diagnosed, but it took took a couple years. So am I uh, correct in understanding that fear didn't leave, it didn't go anywhere, it just helped you get an awareness? No, fear leaves. Fear it leaves? Okay, all right. So you don't have fear in your life anymore? Not over cancer, no. Oh, excellent. Okay. But, yeah, Good. do people have fear? Yeah, we have fear, but it's for short periods of time. See, fear was meant to help you um, be aware of your surroundings and know when to run, right? Oh, but yes, I love that. That's excellent. To, I like that a lot. Yeah, yes. fear isn't meant to be 24-7. That's what I'm trying to say. So... Yes, I would be very fearful at times, and then I would just get up and get over it and get doing things that were going to make me feel better, be healthier, 
get your mind wrapped around things. And I really educated myself. Can you share with me some of those things that you did with the, with our listeners? When you said you did, got up and did things, could you give us an example of that? Well, I never stopped working, which I don't recommend. <laughs> I recommend taking, when you, if anybody gets a diagnosis, take 30 days off, please. Go somewhere like the Hippocrates Center or OSI or is it OHI, I'm sorry, and um, get in an alkaline state. Get your emotions under control before you make a decision of what you're going to do. I always say if I knew what I knew now, this would have probably been over in six months. But, Uh, um, you know, I started making sure that I got into an alkaline state. When you're in an alkaline state, you seem to be at much, your body and your mind and your spirit is in a much more peaceful situation yes. because we're meant to be in an alkaline state, not an acidic state. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, there's a pH scale and seven is neutral and above that is acidic and below that is alkaline. There are different foods that are very alkaline. Now, granted, stress can put you in a very acidic state. So, some people exercise. I would make sure I got out and exercise. I would pray. I would get my heart rate down. Some people meditate. But I would be juicing every day and making sure that I got things like dairy and um coffee and alcohol and sugar and animal products out of my diet because they're so acidic, especially sugar and cancer feeds on sugar. So I started to really, I started to go into what I would say a kind diet, a diet that was extremely alkaline. And, and you, you've written and a, a cookbook, right, on that? You've written a cookbook on the, the the way to go in and create this diet for yourself? Is that correct? No, no, no. I didn't do a protocol cookbook, no. Okay. I did a cookbook. I, in my book, I talk, in Fearless, I talk more about this. And my cookbook okay. is a vegan cookbook, raw and cooked. And there are many recipes in there, yes, that I use. Not and where can them, my listeners go and find um, that information about your um, your book and your um, and what you're just talking about your um, cookbook? Uh, VenusDemarco dot org. Excellent, excellent. And to um, get the cookbook, I have to say I'm having a little problem on one of my um, pages. So don't go to the Healing Kitchen. Go to my book. And then you'll see both books, and that button works. For some reason, we're having a little problem with the separate page for the cookbook, which is a download. But Fearless is a paperback. Excellent. You know, is life is baby. full of little problems here and there, right? And they all get worked yeah. out. So, exactly, so it's good that they have another exactly. choice of where to go. Um, can you also um, share with me just a little bit about um, I re- one of the things that kind of came out to me in the book was the fact that I think you, I may not be saying it exactly as you worded it, but what I heard was that you, first of all, your breast didn't cause the cancer. No. I think that's just where it landed. (laughs) (laughs) That was its landing spot. But, you know, I always say if I knew what I knew now, I wouldn't have gotten hit upside the breast. So (laughs) each organ and body part has an emotion attached to it. And breast is... Well, I believe, first of all, that all disease has unforgiveness attached to it. I would agree no there, yes. So for, yes. Yeah, definitely. And, and we're human, and we do carry around a lot of unforgiveness. Some people also carry around anger and bitterness. Breasts also have to do with trust. So because of some things that happened and because it was very hormonal-driven, um, it landed on the breast. I don't believe my breast caused this at all, but, you know, everybody wanted to take them off of me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I really like the girls. Can I keep them? <laughs> uh, I found it very interesting that I had some people from the pink organization. I don't know how they got my number, but they actually would call me and try to talk me into cutting my breast off. Wow. Uh. 
Yeah, there's a lot of fear. So I think that we have to really understand, we have to get to the root of any disease, whether it's arthritis, whether it's colon issues, whether it's cancer. You know, lung lung cancer is from grief, okay? But there's also unforgiveness that goes with grief, too. So the one thing I had to realize is I had to get down to business. Why did my immune system break down? There were many things I did, but through all the studying and and from my journey, I realized that the first thing you have to do is get down to the emotional issue of what started that perpetual wheel of mutating your genes so that your immune system breaks down. So it's very important that we look at the root problem and not the, the um, symptom. And the symptom would be the lumps in my breast and the diagnosis of cancer. But that wasn't the root problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes. We were talking about that just a little bit earlier. Yes, uh, that mm-hmm. those emotions, um, they, don't, they can't stay buried for long. They're going to come up somewhere. And I've learned that it's, kinda, it's best to address them when they present themselves in my life. Now, that doesn't mean I can go out and scream at people or be mad at them, but right. I, I know when I was going through my divorce, I had a lot of rage and anger, and, and my family members telling me not to be upset and not to be angry. Well, I couldn't hide that emotion, so I would go out in right. the field. Yeah, I'd go out in the field and just have these conversations with myself about that and vent there and not in, on people. But those emotions yeah, are going to come up somewhere, right? Really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they they show their ugly head and unexpectedly, so um, exactly. And most women that I talk to that have had breast cancer or diagnosed, I never really claimed it. I just would say I was diagnosed with it. I found there was either there was usually something very. Um, an overbearing mother, um, over father issues, usually, um, or a bad divorce, abuse in a marriage, abuse in childhood, some very um, big traumas. And when we have trauma, they, it goes and sits in our adipose tissue and hangs out until another trauma comes. And that trauma could be... Um, eating the wrong foods, stress. See, I don't believe that it's just eating the wrong foods and having a bad diet because I've known many people who have a bad diet that really are some of the most peaceful people I know and have no sickness. I believe it really starts always with the thoughts and stress and stress and bad thoughts and stress and holding in thoughts. I mean, Unforgiveness causes stress, working too much, no balance in your life, not having fun. We've got to have fun. We have got to be with people. We are becoming an isolated society, and we are pack animals. We are not meant to spend hours and hours and days at a time by ourselves. I um, I'd like to have you talk journey. to us a little bit and more about the fun part because I, I agree sometimes we get so focused that we forget that we are actually just like children inside that want to have some fun. Can you share with me some of the things that you do to have fun? Well, you know, I, I moved a year ago and I'm, I'm you know, really trying to... Um, get acclimated to my new place of living and meeting new friends. But for me, I'm very much of an extrovert. So being around people is fun for me. And I like to do all kinds of things. Um, I'm really, I love to be on the water. I love to laugh. I just love to be with people and animals. I mean, last night I was really bored and I went down to the pier and just hung out and started talking to people and watching the manatee, and ended up meeting the nicest woman who was here visiting, and that was fun to me. You know, and sometimes fun is just going out and go dancing, or just sitting around and laughing with some friends. I mean, we've got to laugh. I've heard of people healing just from laughing. 
Yes, there's a laugh therapy. I, I totally agree. I, I love to dance. And um, mm-hmm. when I'm having some depressed times, I put on as many funny videos or music or funny sayings and surround myself with a lot of laughter and learning to laugh at yourself. That, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We take ourselves so seriously. And how about uh, learning new things as we get older instead of always staying in a rut and only doing the things the same way as we did before? You know, I think learning new things is fun. It is. Um, and sometimes you just love, get out of you know, bed on the different have, side, huh? Just to, just to exit the bed differently or to put... To, to cross your arms differently, anything like that that gets the brain to think differently. Well, well Venus, this has been so much fun, and I hope everyone will go and look at Venus's site, which is on venusdemarco.org, and you can mm-hmm. actually look at her book, Fearless. And where can they purchase your book, Fearless? Um, well, they can go right to my website, and then there's three different ways. There's Kindle, there's Amazon, and then there's also a link for a book that's actually signed by me. So there's three different ways, but if you go to my uh, website, it just makes it really easy. And my name is V-E-N-U-S-D-E-M-A-R-C-O.org. Wonderful. Go check her out. She's amazing. I've, I've enjoyed our short conversations we've had. I'm hoping we're going to stay friends. You're just a, an amazing person to connect to. I appreciate you so much thank for being you. here. Yeah, and uh, thank sure you so much again. for sharing your story. And, you're, and, you're, have, ins- and thank you for inspiring the world. With, uh, well, I just want to leave you your audience with something, too, today. Exactly. And, you know, go ahead and send me your emails and I will forward them to Venus as well. So you can do that at healingart.kp at gmail.com. And can and then you can um, ask some questions and I can get the comments back to uh, Venus. And, you know, it's inspiring to have someone who's creating such a beautiful piece of mosaic in life as well. And um, thank you very much, Venus. And I thank hope you. that we get to talk again soon. Yes, so this is the only question I have for your audience. Is it the fear or the disease that is killing people? Wonderful. Yes. Yes. Send me the answer back, guys. Let us know if it's it repeat that again, please. Is it the fear or the disease that's actually killing people? Excellent. Okay, we're gonna be heading to break now and um, most gracious wishes to you, Venus. Thank you so much, Christy. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The divine lives within every one of us. Some people just need help unlocking it. Once you understand your own shadow self, you can begin to take steps to say goodbye to remorse, guilt, and shame. Then, own up to living your life with great delight. Listen for Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting with host Jim Stacy. For 15 years, Jim has studied the Aramaic language, the non-religious language of Yeshua. And through that language, you can learn how to choose the life you want to live and live above smallness and the victim. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. 
That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Healing Garden with this is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. We were just talking to my guest, Venus DeMarco, and you can go and find any information you like about her. She's just an amazing woman, in my opinion, at uh, venusdemarco.org, V-E-N-U-S-D-A. M-A-R-C-O dot org. So um, what I would like to do with the last little bit of this um, program is take and talk about the healing practice that I do with energy and um, lead you through a guided, sort of as like a meditation, more of as a guided healing. So if you can find a place where you're comfortable... Because I want you to to get comfortable and um, connect with your breathing. So, let your body relax into this place where you're at. Breathe into your heart. Let any cares that have come into your mind for the day go. Take yourself to a place where you feel very, very comfortable. This could be someplace in nature. And as you're breathing in this place, connect with the sounds that are in the area that you're in. What sounds are you hearing? What do you see where you're at? Let your eyes engage in the beauty around you. Take that calmness inward. What do you smell? What are the smells around you? If there's something there to touch, reach out and just touch it. What is the texture of that? And if where you're touching has um, a taste, what would it taste like to be in this place where you're at? Bringing all the senses there with you in this beautiful healing spot. And call in your guardians. They might be angelic beings, or a higher energy of love. Invite it into this space where you're sitting with your breath. And now I want you to to scan your body in this place that you're sitting. Is there any pain? Is there any tiredness? Just no judgment, just looking at the body from this beautiful energetic place of quiet reflection. And then allow that part of the body that might be feeling some discomfort to speak to you. What is it telling you that it needs to feel better? And what does it feel like in this space, that energy? Because oftentimes the discomfort in the body might mean that the body's healing. It might mean that it's coming alive for the first time and it's feeling something that it hasn't felt before. So I want you to ask your guardian to send some white healing light to that part of the body. And as you sit there with that light reflecting on whatever part of the body it is 
that's asking you to listen, be willing to send that part of the body some love and love to the message that's being given to you about why it's asking you to listen. And love to the idea that whatever is going on isn't wrong. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. And notice if the level of discomfort that you're feeling changes. Does it move around? Or is it in the same place? And what does it feel like as you breathe through it? As you send that beautiful iridescent light of love from your higher source and your guardian, that true understanding that you are a divine being of internal love and that your body is such a gift. And as you appreciate the gift of your body and you thank your body for its divine purpose that it gives you to heal, to grow, to move, And as you're sending that love with that light, just be aware of what's happening with the body now. How does it feel? Is it shifting? Is it moving? And if the body has some discomfort, breathe into the discomfort, knowing that it will change. It is going to go away. It is going to relax. And breathe through that. Sending that divine love and appreciation. If it's asking for some forgiveness, can you be willing to give some forgiveness to that part of you that believes some story that may have come in and allow that forgiveness to come in as a ray of purple light? And then imagine that you have this ruby that is sitting right under that discomfort, this radiant red light, and breathe into that. And then I'm going to ask you to bring a crystal in, a crystal from Atlantis, an Atlantan crystal that is made for healing, and allow that crystal to lay on the discomfort and with your breath release all of the tension, any negative emotions that may be coming up associated with any form of your story and belief about what this discomfort might be and might not. And breathe into that. Just being willing just being willing to listen to the body and love it through all the stages. And now show gratitude. Thank the body. Oh my gosh, our bodies do amazing things for us. They allow us to breathe and live and laugh and jump and, and even cry and mourn. Our bodies are incredible instruments of healing and love. So as you send gratitude to the body and to the guardian sitting there with you, I'm going to ask you to take that deep breath, releasing for three deep breaths, anything that's left, into that crystal, that crystal of divine healing, allowing the light to come in, the glow of the red ruby, to enlighten you with this fire of, of joy and to also allow this Atlantean crystal to take any negative thought for the moment and release it. Oh my, how nice it is to be in this moment, to be on this earth at this moment, to experience the joy of movement the joy of love, and the opportunity to forgive. With your breath, I'm going to ask you to come back into your body now. 
knowing that anytime you wish, you can come back to this beautiful healing place you've created. Bring your senses back. Wiggle your toes a little bit. Wiggle your fingers. Flutter your eyes. And with your breath, come back into your heart and open up. Open up your eyes. These moments we share together on life with each other are so sacred. I hope you cherish them and hold them and know that every moment you get to share with another human being and learn about their process of growth and their, and their inspirational messages is such an amazing gift. I want to thank all of the healers that came into my life when I needed them so much and share their amazing gifts with me. And now I get this opportunity and I so want to thank Voice America and Seventh Wave and Thomas Burroughs for seeking me out because this is an amazing chance for me to grow as you grow. Because when I share with you, I share with me because we are all totally connected in this beautiful path of healing. And I'm hoping to see you here each week as we learn more and more about the divine beings we are. Because I totally believe we are each a mosaic piece in each other's lives. That we can take the shattered parts of what seems to be broken and put it into this incredible piece of art that is the mosaic beauty that we each are. And I would like to tell you that you can find out more about me and what I do at soulhealerspath.com. You can also go and check out the Mosaic Healing Gardens. There's some beautiful pictures of the gardens there uh, at um, the Mosaic Healing Gardens on Facebook. And next week, I'm going to have a guest named Robert McKendrick. Robert is the creative, the amazing, I keep saying amazing, but he is just the greatest photographer that I've met so far. He does all the art for me, and he's done the videos. If you get to see those on the YouTube um, at Robert McKendrick's um, station on YouTube, he's done some amazing work. He's going to talk about overcoming suicide, actually, and healing. And we will be talking with him, and the program is going to be called Within Three Feet from the Edge, and I'm going to add on there, Breathe. And um, I want to thank you so much for my first radio show. I hope you're celebrating with me, because when I get off, I'm going to be doing the biggest woohoo ever, because this has been so much fun. And I thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Gardens on Voice America 7th Wave Radio with your host, Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. And goodbye and join me next week and we will talk some more and have the most blessed day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 